What's up guys, BC Minton, Dire Knight Gaming here for a double header of Podcast Madness. Golly, who would have thought it? And for once, it doesn't have to do with the fact that I screwed up on some technological level or got cut off because of a phone call or anything like that. It's literally because I wanna. Yeah, it's late at night, but, you know, eh, I could probably be sleeping right now, but, you know, I'm always tired. I could sleep during the daggone day if I wanted to. Well, not wanted to, but, you know, I could be sitting on the couch and just crash out. Yeah, I know, I did a fake snore. Yeah, I'm lame. I know, I mean, you know, I, I'm a 31-year-old man, you know, I got that lame dad jokes for days so if you want some lame dad jokes i can give you lame dad jokes but yeah um so hey i know something fun how about i tell you about the beard struggle you are growing a beard, or you already got a beard, but it's a mangly mess. Like, it's wild, it's bristly, it snags. And believe you me, that is painful as crap. But, fear no more. The beard struggle is here, and they will... Knock your socks off. Uh, how do I know this? I'm a brand uh, beard ambassador. Or brand biking or beard biking. However you want to put it. Hashtags galore. But guess what? If you get over there at www.thebeardstruggle.com slash discount slash Brian M15, you will get 15% off of your order. And see, this is where the fun doesn't end. Oh, okay, so you use my code on that first order. Wait. Your second order, if you use that code, 15% off. Oh, you want to make a third, fourth, fifth, sixth order? Use that code. Get 15% off. It's as simple as that. The code will automatically be put in. And you won't have to worry about doing a thing except doing your online shopping. Uh, I can promise you that within a day, if not the day, that you use the products, your beard will feel soft, will feel supple. It will smell wonderful it will last a long time that smell and there is no weird nasty after smell as i call it is still very pleasant it still smells like it's supposed to and that is terrific don't you think so yeah if you want to cultivate an awesome beard you might want to get off on this. I mean, 
you know, they didn't even a beard straightener, and I will not lie, I was apprehensive at first, but the moment that I bought it and started using it, whoa. You want to talk about making your beard soft? Like, the oils and the balms and the shampoo and conditioner do that enough. But the straightener is on a whole nother level. Um, so, yeah, don't just take my word for it. Go do it. Get it done. Anyway, so, today, tonight, this morning, wherever you are, um... It's about Sonic the Hedgehog, the live-action movie. Cue Green Hill Zone theme or old-school Sonic theme song. Or even Sonic X. Gotta go fast. Gotta go faster, 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 faster. You know, it doesn't matter. Uh, whatever you want to do. Whatever tickles your pickle. Um... Sonic stars Ben Schwartz as our wily, fast-talking, bull-headed, uh, goofy hedgehog. Uh, James Marston as Tom. And Jim Carrey as the evil, vile Dr. Robotnik himself. And I can tell you right now that whatever apprehension and doubts you have about Jim Carrey's acting ability, much less his ability to play as the Eggman himself, he will put it to rest. Yes, there's some of Carrey's typical... Uh, goofiness, but he makes it work. Going into it, you cannot, you absolutely cannot forget or ignore the fact that the movie is aimed at a younger audience. Yes, it also plays off of, you know, us older fans like myself who grew up on Sonic the Hedgehog that played the original games and watched the original cartoon and all that kind of stuff. I mean, guys, I got two small kids. One of them is obsessed with Sonic the Hedgehog. We saw this as an ample opportunity to watch the movie. Well, our oldest boy, he likes Sonic, sure, but he, like, he doesn't express it on such a level that our youngest does. And the oldest son is the one that watched the movie the most intentively. That should say something. The movie is funny, it's quirky, it's, it's actually pretty action-packed. And it really hones in on Sonic the Hedgehog speed. Uh, not just that, but, you know, the really cool thing that I found was that, for those of you who are familiar with Sonic the Hedgehog, the rings that you always had to collect 
in order to stay alive have a bit of a intriguing power. It's not just something that keeps him alive. No, it's something that had the power to transport him pretty much anywhere he wants to go within a certain limit. They don't really address those limits, per se, because apparently the rings can transport, uh, for example, Sonic to a mushroom planet. It's literally indigenous life forms are, don't really seem to be there except for giant overgrown mushrooms. Whether or not that was a dig at Mario, I don't know. I think it is. But that's me being overly philosophical about a what is essentially a kid's movie. But anyway... Um, they give Sonic a little bit of a backstory where, you know, he's not already grown up and everything. You see him as essentially a little hedgehog, you know, a kid, um, goes through a fairly traumatic experience, um, and all of a sudden he finds himself on Earth. He's forced to pretty much grow up by himself. He observes everybody observes, you know, the way of the world and all that kind of stuff. Nobody really knows about him, um, except for, you know, the, the town crazy person, pretty much. Um, what's funny is, uh, you know, uh, the, the town is Green Hills, which is a very obvious Easter egg slash reference to None other than the very first stage of the very first Sonic game, the Green Hill Zone. Um, and let's face it, most likely for those of you who grew up on Sonic, that was your favorite level. To this day, as a 31-year-old man, I swear by it, it is the best level. It's the most fun. I mean, for crying out loud, the music is catchy. At one point in time, I had that as a ringtone. And I'm not, like, head over obsessed with Sonic. I just, you know, it's a very fond memory for me as a video gamer and as a nerd and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, just as a, you know, a fond memory as a child, period. So, you know, this, this movie was very refreshing. It was a it was a very uh, surprising uh, movie watching experience. Um, and like I said, you know, our oldest son, who can hardly sit still, sat on his butt the entire time watching the movie. He hardly even said a word, and that ain't like him. But. You could see the the enjoyment, the amusement on his face, and that that's priceless. You can't put a price on that, especially whenever it's, it's of a child is from a child that rarely ever sits still, and the most enjoyment he gets out of things is playing Fortnite or something. You know, what I mean, 
and just like kids everywhere nowadays, it's, it's about Fortnite or or Minecraft or something. But to get them to express some kind of enjoyment and happiness from a movie, you that that's awesome in my opinion. But so so pretty much uh, what winds up happening is. Um, you know, Jim Carrey's Dr. Robotnik um, is tasked by the U.S. government to track down Sonic. They don't They don't know who he is. They don't know his name, Sonic, or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> but the purpose is to track down Sonic because every time he uses his... I'm going to call it super speed, even though it's not like he's the Flash or anything. Funny story about that. I will get to that in just a second. Um, but anytime he taps into the extreme speed that he has, it sets off like an anomaly. And Dr. Robotnik being pretty much a genius uh, mastermind, with all things technology, all things ro uh, robotics, um, he is able to pinpoint the general uh, location of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, this leads to James Marston's Tom taking Sonic under his wing to protect him, but also to drive him away uh, from Dr. Robotnik. Um, now, I will say this. Uh, Jim Carrey's look as Robotnik is, is different, but in a good way, in a refreshing way, in a, in a, in a almost a new way. Uh, he's not bald-headed or anything like that. But, it's, it, has, it had been announced that there's going to be a sequel. And with the way the movie ends, with the little, uh, you know, Easter egg thrown in there with the arrival of none other than Tails. Uh, if you remember... Tails, he is the fox with the two tails that spin around so quickly that he almost can be a helicopter of sorts. Um, silly, for those of you who aren't familiar with Sonic, but for those of you who are, a lot of you are fans of Tails. I was not, but to each their own. Uh, in any case... Um, Jim Carrey actually stole the show with how he did Dr. Robotnik. Um, like I said, there was still a lot of Jim, Car Jim Carrey quirkiness, but it worked. Somehow it really, really clicked with his role as essentially a 
ridiculously horrible, like, in the sense of, like, their moral fiber, uh, horrible human being. And, you know, the irony is you think that that he's going to win, and then at the last second, Sonic uses one of the rings to transport him to the Mushroom Planet, which is the only planet, supposedly, that Sonic has not been to. And last you see of Robotnik is him looking very similar to how he is supposed to look, with the exception of, you know... Uh, you know, certain characteristics that always uh, was synonymous with Robotnik, which is... kind of like a... not blonde, but... uh, light, light brown hair, like, uh, on his, uh, for his mustache, and it's very, it's pronounced in, in the movie, but when, when the scene shifts over to showing that Robotnik is indeed alive and well, it, you almost get the sense that he that a lot of time has passed somehow, and Jim Carrey's Robotnik actually has a ridiculously thicker mustache than what he did before, and it looks a lot like how, as purists would say, how it's supposed to look. And, you know, I think that this movie would have been a huge flop if the directors and animators didn't listen to the fans when the very, very first trailer of this movie came out, where Sonic did not look like Sonic. Um, They tried to ground, I'm assuming, too much realism into it, and he, he didn't look good, I'll tell you that much. But they listened, and they revamped it, and it's terrific. Like, in every shape, form, and fashion, it was a terrific movie taken from a video game and putting it, like, translating it into a live-action film. No other movie has been able to replicate some amount of success or actual, like, actually being good and amusing and and have a fairly high replay value than the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Mario tried to do it back in the, if I'm not mistaken, it was the 80s, and it sucked. Like... There, there is, in no universe can that movie ever be called good. 
you have the Doom live action movie. It sucked. Like, no offense to Dwayne Rock Johnson or Carl Urban, but they, even despite having them in there, it wasn't that good of a movie. So, I mean, you know, those are just two examples of many examples of the attempts of making a live-action video game adaptation uh, film. And, you know, here's the biggest doozy, Dragon Ball Evolution. Wow, is all I got to say. So, let's step aside from that. This is Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog, the live-action film, did spectacular, in my opinion. It it captured all the elements that it should have. It had... It actually had fantastic acting. I mean, you know, I mean, for crying out loud, you even had special guest stars such as Neil McDonough in there. You can't, you can't beat having him in a movie because whether he's a good guy or a bad guy, you're captivated. You're drawn to him. And you want to listen to what he has to say, whether he has a few lines or a lot of lines. And this movie had a few lines, but it was amusing. You know, it was it was funny and engaging. And it was with Jim Carrey's Robotnik, so it doesn't get any better than that in this movie. Um, ben Schwartz as Sonic and his interaction with James Marston's Tom was top tier. Like, I applaud them both. Like, the chemistry was amazing. So, it really, it really gives me high hopes for what they could do with the sequel, because now it is going to revolve around Tails finding Sonic, and then probably both of them teaming up together to fight a possible returning Robotnik. And that, that would be spectacular. It would literally be pretty much like the Sonic and Tails game. So, why the heck not? Um, if I had to give this thing a grade, like out of a, a scale of 1 to 5 or 1 to 10... I would probably say, uh, hmm, I'd probably say a 10 out of 10 or a 5 out of 5 because of the simple fact that, like I said, it's the best video game live action movie adaptation that I have seen to date. Um, no, I don't throw in a movie such as Final Fantasy VII Advent Children, because that wasn't live action. That was still completely CGI. Um, that movie is in a league of its own. But this is a live action film, and there's been other vi other video games that have been trying, that had tried to be translated into a live action adaptation that did not go over well at all. Sonic the Hedgehog is different. It broke the glass ceiling, in my opinion, in a way 
that hopefully anyone that tries to do future video game live action adaptation movies will kind of use Sonic as a reference of, oh, okay, so this is this is what we can do to stay true to the foundations, but still do some fresh things to keep it interesting. Like, for example, Sonic having a little bit more of an Origins, um, Robotnik having a a viable reason now to come after Sonic. Um, and then, you know, uh, the fact that the rings aren't some life force energy for Sonic, but, but a almost transportation device. If he wanted to get away somewhere, possibly like to another planet or something like the mushroom planet. Um, and, you know, if I had to really put my, you know, put my personal thoughts on that, is almost, in essence, a, um, a possible representation of former levels of the Sonic the Hedgehog games. Because how you could go from, like, Green Hill Zone, you have, uh, the underwater levels, you, you have, you know, the factory, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, the, the live action Sonic's rings could serve as a, a resource of being able to implement those kind of situations. But, uh, be that as it may, we are just going to have to wait and see until the sequel comes out. I, for one, can't wait. And, you know, to know that my kids enjoyed it so much, too, that's definitely a breath of fresh air. Because they don't they don't usually pay that close attention to movies, and this captivated them. Because, I mean, they usually pay, pay a, a decent amount of attention to cartoon movies. Or something like Kippo on Netflix or Pokeyo or something like that. But for it to be a live action film and it grabbed their attention this much, that's tremendous. That says a lot. So, if you haven't seen the Sonic the Hedgehog live action film, or you've been hesitant about it because Jim Carrey's in it, or James Marston, or, you know, you just think it will be stupid... I can tell you that even though I have my doubts, I have my apprehension about it, the moment I started watching it within the first five minutes, I started loving it. I was laughing. So, I would, I highly recommend it. And with that being said, I'm going to close this episode So you all have a fantastic day, night, morning, whatever it is. This is BC Mitten and Dire Night Gaming signing off. Goodbye.